What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Games Are Fun, the weekly video game podcast show where I, Luke, your host, talk to you guys each week about video game news stories and highlights from the past week. In this week's episode, uh, you know that this is the first episode since Spider-Man on PS4 has released, so I'm talking about Spider-Man for a majority of the episode. So just a forewarning at the top of the show, if you... Uh, want to save spider-man i'm not gonna it's not gonna be any spoilers or anything it's just gonna be my impressions from putting about four to five hours into the game and i'm gonna be talking about what i like about it what i don't like Uh, there's not a lot of things i don't like about it but so it'll mostly be just my impressions uh with playing the game so far i'm not gonna be revealing any spoilers or anything but if you want to stay as far away from any spider-man related stuff and what you want to experience at first hand then uh skip skip towards the the end of the show i'll try to put a timestamp in the information section of the podcast so that you can skip past it and focus on the rest of the show uh in this week's episode like i said i'm talking about spider-man but i also have a couple news stories for you uh there is a new pokemon let's go switch hardware bundle that was actually announced uh, today when I'm recording this podcast. So I'm going to talk about that and how it could be a really good spot for any people who don't have a Nintendo Switch yet who want to jump on, especially if you're into Pokemon. Uh, I'm talking to you, Brian Paquin. And then I'm also going to be talking about Black Ops 4. It's just gone into its beta. I haven't watched too much of uh, gameplay from other people online, but I've seen a bit and I'll give you my take on that. Um and then we'll do end off the show like we always do with the question of the week. Um, if this is your first time listening to the podcast and you enjoy the episode, make sure that you subscribe to me on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Uh, comment, like, do whatever you want. Anything really uh, does go the extra mile if you take the time to do that. And of course, if you have listened to the show multiple times before, thanks for coming back each and every week to listen to me blab about video games. Really cool that uh, there's a bunch of you out there that continuously support me uh, on this show. So housekeeping for you on episode 16 of Games Are Fun. Uh, been Basically, I've kind of come to a, a conclusion as to what I'd like to do for September's Community Let's Play game. Each month, I wanted to get together with the, you guys, the listeners, and play a game whether it's on ps4 or xbox as a, a community and stream it also simultaneously on twitch.tv slash games are fun podcast so for september's game um i've kind of pinpointed um that it'd be a cool i have some my nephews reached out and wanted to to try fortnite on xbox one and so i'm probably going to end up doing that of course ps4 doesn't have crossplay compatibility so if you have a switch or you have a PC or an Xbox One, uh, you can join in on this. Um, and I actually want to do two this month because I think I have the time to do that. So let's look at the calendar here. If we look at September 20th, that is going to be the Community Let's Play Fortnite Day. Um, that is a Thursday. I have the day off from work, so that's going to be the scheduled day that we do Fortnite on Xbox One. Uh, If you don't have an Xbox One or have no interest in that, you can always watch it on Twitch. And then I will announce next episode, I'm not sure the date yet, but I'm gonna have another date and hopefully play either NHL 19 on PlayStation 4 
or possibly Rocket League on PlayStation 4. Uh, those are two games that you guys have showed some interest in. And so, yeah, I'm basically down to whatever you guys want to do. There's still time to send in some suggestions for the second date. Um, we'll have more details, I think, next episode on uh, a game that we can do. And then I'm going to continue <laughs> to plug this every show because um, I'm trying to build up a... Uh, build up an audience over on Twitch. So I'm streaming now on twitch.tv slash games are fun podcast. I have, since I kind of started doing this, I've streamed the August community let's play event, uh, No Man's Sky. I played some Pokemon Stadium 2. I've been playing Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. And last Friday I played Spider-Man on PS4. So I've actually been able, some of you have come out and watched some of those. So thanks to everyone who's done that. Um, but yeah, I'm going to continue to stream on Twitch. So that's another platform you guys can check me out on. Converse with me if you want. Uh, there's that two-way interaction over on Twitch. It won't just be you listening to me. Of course, you can get in the chat, talk to me about whatever you want. I want to make the, the streams as open as possible. We don't need You don't need to know anything about the game that I'm streaming. It's just a place for you to come hang out with me and, and chat. And we can talk games or whatever you want to talk about. I'm pretty open, open guy and... Uh, willing to talk about whatever you guys want to bring up within reason of course so housekeeping's out of the way let's get on to the show so spider-man playstation 4 is now been released it's past september 7th that was the release date and so i've had enough time to play it and kind of get my first impressions on the game i haven't put enough hours into tell you whether you should buy it or not um and based on the complete package that you receive, but I can pretty much say from just the entry level that I've put into this game, uh, it's definitely worth your buy if you have a PlayStation 4. And in all honesty, if you have a PlayStation 4 and you haven't really considered buying Spider-Man, I'm actually extremely surprised. This is a game that uh, the, the video game community, especially the PS4 community, obviously, but even people who don't have PS4s are really taking an interest in um, it's high up on the Twitch streams right now. People are live streaming it. People are watching it because it's a really fun game to watch. And of course, it's extremely fun to play. So a little bit of backstory. I was a pretty big Spider-Man fan growing up as a kid. Spider-Man was probably my favorite superhero as a kid. Um, I remember drawing... Uh, tons of pictures of Spider-Man in different kinds of Spidey suits, as well as like Venom and Carnage and all, all the uh, villains in the Spider-Man universe. And so, yeah, I had a Spider-Man game for Game Boy Color that I remember uh, I played quite frequently. And I think if I remember correctly, there was a level where you had to fight Venom or something. I can't recall who the actual villain was that you had to play against, but I got stuck on it because I was a kid and was not very good at video games. And I uh, I eventually got over it and uh, I was like, you know what, I can't beat this boss. I'm going to retire this game. And I think I still have the game anyways. But that was one of the first Spider-Man games that I actually played. And then... On the PlayStation 2, I got the, the first Spider-Man game that was based on the movie starring Tobey Maguire. 
And I think a lot of people experienced this game back in, I think it came out in 2004. So I got it for PlayStation 2 and um, it starts basically just like the movie. Um, you work your way up, you're like a, a wrestler or whatever. <laughs> like if you remember from the movie, uh, he started entering wrestling matches. Um, yeah, we looking back at the, that trilogy, I mean, I liked it as a kid, but man... It's, it's, that's a weird, that's, they're not very good movies. Like I've seen, watched some clips, uh, recently of Spider-Man three and Spider-Man one and two. And I like Tobey Maguire and lots of other things, but I just like, man, that's like, he's a, a goof in that movie. Like, um, I think it's Spider-Man three when I think you all know what the scene I'm going to be talking about, but that when he's like walking down the street and the music's playing and he's like shooting his finger guns at like girls he's walking by in the street and um, he goes and gets a new suit and he's like dancing. It's just so cringy. Like it's so bad. Um, yeah, anyways, I'm getting a little off track, but uh, I'm just trying to provide context to you of my experience with Spider-Man before that. So I had Spider-Man on PlayStation 2, never beat it. Uh, again, I was a kid, was not very good at video games. I only put in X amount of hours on certain games and I moved on to the next one. Then I got, I think I got Spider-Man 3 for the PlayStation 2 as well. And I couldn't, I couldn't tell you really much about that game, but to make a long story short, um, I really liked the, I like Spider-Man games because it was an open world environment and you're Spider-Man, right? You can swing from buildings. Uh, you can fight enemies on rooftops. It's, really cool because it's like um there's you know that concept of an open world but you, you rather than walking around in the streets or driving cars in this open environment you're like swinging from the buildings right so it's like a whole new mechanic to an open world game to some degree and so when sony announced that they had insomniac the developer uh developing a first party, or I guess their second party, whatever you want to call Insomniac, they're developing a Spider-Man game exclusively for the PlayStation 4. When I heard that, I didn't have a PS4, and that was one of the games that was like, you know what, I, this is going to be a, an awesome game. I can't miss out on this. I need a PS4. I wanted a PS4 for basically since it came out. I decided to go with the Xbox One, like I've talked about on previous shows, but I was like, man, if I could afford it, I get a PS4. And when I, I got a PS4, I was really pumped because that meant that I was going to be able to now play Spider-Man when it came out. So I told myself that when Spider-Man comes out, I'm buying it like the day it comes out. And that's not something I normally do. I usually wait for a price drop or I wait to kind of hear what the community says about the game before I get it. But I'm like, you know what? I don't care what anyone says. I know it's going to be a good game. Insomniac is a proven developer who creates really good games. Um, I've seen some gameplay trailers. I've seen some story trailers. I'm sold on this game. Like I'm buying it. And so, yeah, I'm really glad I bought it day one because I'm now part of the conversation on it that's happening in the community. And I'm finally being able to play something that was announced a while back. So the game is phenomenal. So it's cool because, again, 
just a little spoiler a warning i'm not giving away any plot details or any like crucial story stuff so if you like if you don't want to hear anything i i, I again like i said at the top of the show just fast forward to the the last half and um if if you're okay with just hearing the mechanics of the game and what the world looks like then you can continue listening I, i'm not going to give away i actually don't have much to give away i've been as i'm about to tell you guys i've been doing a lot of uh side stories and stuff so so with that being said the game starts off with very little to well it gives you a tutorial in the sense of here's how to do this press this button to do that but it really does throw you right into the action like you within a couple minutes of starting the game up you are swinging through the streets of new york and learning how that those mechanics work and so it's kind of i uh i have a couple past experiences that really stuck with me in gaming that um just like i don't know i can i was consuming what was happening through the game and i just filled me with joy <laughs> like I, uh, one that's really, uh, really close in recent memory is Grand Theft Auto V when I got it for Xbox 360, um, roughly right when it came out. I remember booting it in in that first mission when you're Franklin and you're driving through LA uh, and you're racing your buddy or whatever to like the beach house or whatever, or from the beach house. I just remember being like man this world is so full of life there's so many like npcs there's the environment is very rich and colorful and that was kind of what i experienced playing spider-man it's just like first of all the mechanics of just like swinging through the air and doing flips and that was incredible and uh yeah just the world like you go, I remember in previous Spider-Man games, specifically the ones I experienced on PlayStation 2, the buildings were just gray blocks, right? They differed in size, but they're all essentially the same. And there, you couldn't see anyone from the ground or any cars until you got close enough and they'd spawn up. Um, and that's not like that. Where It's really cool. I watched a, a video of like comparison of the PlayStation 2 first spider-man game versus uh the one here on ps4 and it's just crazy to see. like it's like it's so photorealistic uh the way that games are presented nowadays like blows my mind so right off the bat i was just experiencing so much joy swinging through the, the streets and just like wow this is so i was having so much fun and then the combat is actually very well uh well done it's not too complicated adding too many combos or too many extra mechanics that make it overwhelming on how you can defeat an enemy, but it's not super simple either. They add a lot of extra elements to it that make the combat feel really rich and detailed, which I really enjoy. Um, what I'm kind of doing right now is basically you can unlock certain parts of the map by, uh, and people have complaints about this style of open world games of like going to sell towers or a tower to unlock certain portions of the map. But they do this in a way that actually makes sense because it'll open a portion and it'll show you where um, you have these backpacks that you've put up on 
different buildings throughout your... Sorry, I forgot to mention that this game isn't like a... Uh, what's the word? I'm blanking on the word right now. Gosh darn it. Uh, like a coming... Like a... Man, I can't think of the word. But uh, it's like the... The story of how Spider-Man became Spider-Man. There's a word for that. And I'm blanking on it and I'm just going to move on. But it's we're not at the start of Spider-Man's story. He's been Spider-Man for like 10 years or something like that. And so through the course of his career, he has already experienced a ton of stuff. He's now working at this tech agency that uh, develops certain technology. Um, and, you know, he's already fought a lot of villains and... Um, he's no longer working at the Daily Bugle. Um, and so through his years as Spider-Man, he has webbed up backpacks containing different things that from his past and stuff. So you can go around and collect these backpacks as kind of like collectibles and they give you tokens that allow you to unlock more Spider-Man suits. And so off the top of my head, I believe there's 29 Spider-Man suits and they're all just awesome. Like they have the... Spider-Man Homecoming suit. Um, they have the classic Spider-Man suit. They have the new one that's like for this game with the white spider on the front. They have Spider-Man 2099 suit. Uh, negative Spider-Man suit. Like just like a ton. And they have some uh, from like the 90s comics, which is what I'm most familiar with. That kind of punk Spider-Man look uh, that I really enjoy because it's from my childhood they have those suits, and so I, I'm, I'm having a ton of fun with it. There is also a photo mode in it, which is, I've been honestly spending probably too much time doing, um, where you can basically pull out, start photo mode at any moment, and you can take a picture of Spider-Man, or you can like set it in selfie mode, and so Spider-Man can take like selfies while he's in the air, and like at different, like on top of the Empire State Building or something like that, and so that's just another little fun thing to do. Like I've probably spent a majority of my time just swinging around and exploring the world. I've only done like three or four main missions because I've just been so fascinated with how much this world has to offer and stuff. So yeah, I really, really recommend this game to anyone with a PlayStation 4, anyone who has ever liked superheroes for sure. But even if you're not totally on board with superheroes anymore, like me, like I'm not big into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is like its own separate thing. Um, it's a Spider-Man has its own story. It's in the Spider-Man universe. Uh, you will enjoy it. I promise you. Like the the game is really well developed. That if any, just the average gamer would have a really good time with it. So I'm really. It sucks for people who have Xbox or you know Nintendo products um, because you know, you're not going to be able to experience this unless you watch somebody or know somebody who has the game. So I, I feel, I do feel for you guys out there who are listening and won't get to experience this because this is a game that like I'm planning on hundred percenting it. I'm going to get every collectible. I'm going to unlock every PlayStation 4 trophy for it because like, it's just so much fun. I just get giddy. Like when I'm swinging through the, the streets, like I'm, I'm having a, t a ton of fun with it. So um, I can't wait to see what else the game has to offer. I'm sure I'll be talking about it uh, in for the next couple weeks until I beat it. And yeah, that's we'll leave it w with that. Um, 
check out some gameplay videos uh, if you haven't already and are, are interested in seeing how this game plays because it is, it is really unique and it's really cool. So moving on to the next little bit that I have for you. So Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee are coming out this November. And it was pretty much expected that we were going to get some, uh, you know, accessories for the Nintendo Switch to go alongside uh, the Pokemon, Pokemon games. But they've actually announced a full hardware, uh, a Nintendo Switch Special Edition. So this is basically a uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee limited edition Switch hardware that will come out the same day that the Pokemon games come out for. So I pull in my source for this story is from Nick Santangelo from IGN.com. And so buyers can choose to have either Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee pre-installed in their bundle. Regardless of which version is chosen, the Switch console itself will have both Pikachu and Eevee etched on it and brown and yellow Joy-Con. So your left Joy-Con is brown for Eevee and your right is yellow for Pikachu. Um, honestly, the Joy-Cons look pretty sweet and I hope that they sell them separately. But uh, Switch also comes with images of both Pokemon on the front. Um, the Switch kind of has the, the Pokemons etched on the back of the actual Switch. And then the Switch dock that it comes with has Pikachu and Eevee on the front of it. So the Pokemon Go bundle is priced at $3.99 in the US. Um, it will go for $4.99 here in Canada. That's kind of what the Super Mario bundle was like, the Splatoon bundle uh, that we got last year. It's basically what you're paying for, you know, you pay... 399 for the console here in Canada and then you add like an $80 game on top of it um, so it, it equals out to what you would pay regardless but this is like a cool special edition so if I was buying a switch for the first time I would definitely I wish that this one was around when I bought my switch so uh, fans who can't wait another two months for their Pokemon fix can check out the Pokemon train Pokemon cafe and Pokemon Center I don't know what those are or yeah, never mind. Um, so yeah, this is really cool. I'm glad to see that Nintendo has actually decided to not just bundle the game with it, and they're actually making a console that is designed around Pokemon. That's really cool. So if you don't have a Switch yet, and like Brian, <laughs> this message is for you, buddy, because you're like one of the biggest Pokemon fans I know, and you don't have a Switch, and I th you need one. Like I know they're expensive, but you save up that money, and this is the switch you need to get, man, because this is uh, this has you written all over it. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. I really excited. I think they're also well, I expect to see a Super Smash Bros. Um, Nintendo Switch bundle probably come out uh, right around the same time Super Smash comes out. And yeah, it would make a really great uh, Christmas present, too. Um, it's a good good time of the year for for that console to come out moving on playstation 4 uh is the place to play black ops <laughs> based on the fact that you can get in on the beta uh they started the the multiplayer beta a while ago and of course it came playstation 4 has uh a deal with activision on having call of duty black ops first on playstation 4 
Previous years, they used to have it on Xbox, but they did a multiplayer beta, and then after it was on PS4, it came to Xbox and PC. And now, uh, Monday, September 10th, there is the beta for Call of Duty Blackout, which is the Battle Royale mode that uh, Call of Duty, basically Call of Duty's take on Battle Royale. And so, I watched a little bit of gameplay of it this morning. Um, I haven't watched enough to form a ton of opinions on it, but from what I've watched of it, it looks really, really good. It's basically, it's first person, so it's different from Fortnite in that sense. Uh, PUBG had a first person mode, so those who like to play PUBG in first person would feel very at home with this this mode. But it just, it has the smoothness and the the awesome mechanics that, you know, Call of Duty is known for. It's one of the best first-person shooters on the market for for like a decade. And they're mixing that with this Battle Royale genre. So there is a trailer up now that you can go over on YouTube and kind of check it out. But there are certain parts of the map that are inspired by previous Call of Duty Black Ops maps. So there's like a Nuketown Island that is obviously focused on the map Nuketown uh, as made famous in the Black Ops series. So it's really cool that they're adding those kinds of features in it. Um, there's more than just vehicles. There's helicopters in it. Um, there's a certain section of the map that has zombies in it. So you have your COD zombies integrated into this mode as well that if you kill them, I think you get certain drops from them, whether it's health or weapons or ammo or something. Um, it looks so good. Like it it looks amazing um the, i like i love PUBG. it's a really fun game I, i'm not a as much of a fortnite fan just in the sense that uh i like a bigger map i like the realistic mechanics that PUBG has to offer fortnite's a little too cartoony for me um plus i'm not very good at the building aspect of it so that's why i've kind of been playing more PUBG than i've played fortnite but the thing that sucks about Fortnite, especially on the Xbox, is the mechanics, or sorry, like the gameplay is just not really good. There is constant buffering. Um, there's rubber banding that happens. There's lag, texture pops. It's just not a solid finished game. And Call of Duty is, like I said, they're known for making really good first person shooter games. So think of that realistic setting in mixing Call of Duty with Battle, like you, you got a good recipe there. And so I was considering, I don't know if I'll buy Black Ops 4 on the day it comes out because it's really close to Red Dead Redemption 2 and that game you know I'm buying on the first day. So, but I am honestly considering picking it up. It might be like a Boxing Day purchase that I get because it looks really good. So if you're interested, go check it out online. Uh, give it a look for yourself. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. It actually might sell you on picking up this, this Call of Duty. So now to talk about the question of the week. Last week's question was, uh, do you guys still play online multiplayer games with your real world friends? Um, obviously, I'm asking those who are now in the adult world and... Uh, maybe still play video games, maybe not as much as they used to, but I was just curious if, if you guys are still playing with your real world friends. 
Uh, so Coleman Dean wrote in and said, playing online games with my real life friends was a big thing for me in the PS3 generation, mainly because I was still in high school and had more free time. I do play with a few friends online with the PlayStation 4 generation, but much less than I did before. I do solo, uh, but I only chat with my friends. and won't use a headset when playing with uh, Randy's, aka Randoms. Uh, so that's Coleman's response to that. Of course, uh, Brian Paquin also wrote in his thoughts surrounding that. Uh, so let me pull up Brian's response. So Brian says, uh, where is it here? Um, for this week's question, heck yes, I'll play anything with my friends. I wish they play NHL, but I'm happy playing some Fortnite or something with them. Always fun. Get the mic in. Shoot the shit, troll a bit, what more do you want? <laughs> um, and we even do the odd bring your setup to my place nights. So that's really cool. I'm glad. Uh, thanks, of course, for your, you know, the two GAF uh, top community members there, Brian and Coleman, for writing in. The reason why I asked this question is because I have a lot less uh, of my friends who have, I think I've talked about this on previous episodes, who stopped playing video games uh, this generation. They stopped at the Xbox 360 or the PS3 and they've moved on from gaming, um, which is fair, I mean, do your own thing. I do have some friends who continued on, but play much less than they used to. Um, like myself, I don't have time to put as many hours into games as I used to, but I'm saying that these people like are hardly ever online. And then I have lots of friends who, uh, well not lots, but I have a, a handful of friends who play on, on uh, games quite frequently, um, but they're not people that I would consider, they're more of the acquaintances, not people that I used to hang out with in the real world, that I just, I know through the real world, but I'm not necessarily friends with them. Um, and yeah, so I don't have a lot of people that I actually play online games with um, and get into a party and chat over headset. And I think that that's something that I kind of wish I still had because I had a lot of good times back in the day, like on Halo and on Call of Duty and even just playing games like uh, I think Coleman was talking about, like playing a solo game, but just getting on a mic and talking with friends. And so that's something I kind of want to do more of. I've, I've kind of found an interaction with people through streaming on Twitch. I'm beating a dead horse talking about Twitch so much, but uh, it's been really cool because I've been able to play a game by myself, but still interact with somebody on what's going on in the game. Um, because yeah, I've had a hard time being able to play those online multiplayer games because a lot of my friends who play games won't necessarily don't have as many games as I do. So it's hard to find a game that we both have and can both play, or I just don't have the online friends there uh, to be able to play with. So I think it's great that uh, Brian, that you still have some buddies that you play with. Um, I think that's really cool that you still have, you have friends in the real world that you can play with and to play a variety of games too, not just the same game. Um, you know, playing Fortnite, playing NHL with them. That's really cool. And Coleman, uh, it's again, you, you've highlighted your struggles with it as well of just saying that, yeah, this generation, I have not played with as many real world friends just because, you know, we're adults, we have less time, uh, we're in school or whatever the case may be. Um, and so it's a lot harder to get online and play with your friends. So 
just something that I've been thinking about a lot lately and wanted to, to pose the question to you guys. So uh, that was last week's question. And of course, this week's question is, what is one game or series that uh, is really well known that you have never experienced? So I'm talking like to give you examples, there's lots of people out there who have never, ever played a Zelda game before. But Zelda is obviously a very popular franchise that has been around since the NES days, right? Um, so yeah, what's a franchise that you feel that you're the only person on, on earth who has yet to, to experience it? I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say. Of course, you can email me your responses at gamesarefunpodcast at gmail.com or you can send them to me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, whatever platform, or even comment it on this podcast episode that you're listening to. Um, yeah, so that's the question this week. We're going to wrap the show. It's a little bit, uh, of a shorter episode this week, but that's just because I got to get back to playing Spider-Man. I, I've been away for too long. It's been 35 minutes almost. I need to get back and, you know, swing, swing through New York. In all seriousness, I thought I would kind of keep the episode shorter because I had a couple longer episodes in the last couple weeks and, uh, I just wanted to, to keep this one nice and sweet, sweet, nice and sweet, this sweet episode i'd like to keep this episode short and sweet um and yeah so of course we'll be back next week as always tuesday i've been saying tuesday at 10 a.m mountain standard time but i came across the discovery the other day that i think where i am is considered mountain daylight time so that's another question of the week am i is edmonton in mountain standard time or mountain daylight time and if I am in mountain daylight time. Is it different than mountain standard time? I don't know. But anyways, the episode's always on at 10 a.m. Mountain standard time. Um, I'm just going to go with that. Uh, on iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, and SoundCloud. So we'll catch you guys on next week's episode. Thanks for hanging out today. And yeah, hope you enjoy the rest of your week. See you later.